0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved.
1: Episode 1068, air date June 3rd, 2022.
0: Good afternoon, everyone happy friday we're going to be today uh going back on our health series on cardiovascular health and we're going to be talking about pumpkin seeds so let me bring up the front page um it's how do pumpkin seeds support cardiovascular health so there's a lot of literature out there if you just read the you know just google pumpkin seeds you'll find out they have extraordinary properties for many many things um You'll hear people talking about they're good for cardiovascular health, they're good for hair health, they're good for putting on weight, they're good for sleeping, a whole range of benefits. It's a very powerful, um, you know, food. Uh, But today we're going to focus on cardiovascular health as a part of our series on cardiovascular health. We've covered strawberries, we've covered blueberries, I think we covered cinnamon. So this is part of that series. Um, One of the important things to understand is that the approach that we take here is a molecular systems approach so you're going to learn very shortly a what are what's in in a pumpkin seed it's not just one compound it's not a drug it contains a whole array of compounds um, and then you're going to um, also learn uh, the system of cardiovascular uh, systems you know what are they so you're going to learn you're going to get a nice education on that and then using the very powerful technology, um, Cytosolve, which I developed out of my PhD work many years ago at MIT, we're going to be using that platform to actually understand at the molecular systems level, how does the materials in pumpkin seed affect the cardiovascular system? So we're going to go through all of that. So let me just use our slide presentation here to walk you through the presentation itself. So the content itself is a systems um analysis of pumpkin seeds in the cardiovascular system, but how we actually present the content. It's very important to understand how we present the content is also we take a systems approach. So we don't just present you just sort of the nerdly science, nor do we just talk about like the health benefits or do we just focus on, um, you know, why it's important that we have an open discourse to understand it from the science side, we connect all three. So first, Um, we take the science, we'll talk about how there's actually in some ways an attack on freedom. We're not able to really understand the whole, um, and you know, what are the actual health benefits? So we're going to come back to that. Um, but we're going to take a a systems approach to talking about it. Those of you who are interested in VA Shiva, as many of you know, um, we have organized a overall educational movement called Truth, Freedom, Health. And the truth, freedom, and health movement, as you can see below, is to really raise people's consciousness by uh, teaching people the science of systems. And if you go to slash join, you can learn more about that. And I encourage you to do that. Um, as a part of this approach, we recognize that the elements of truth, freedom, and health are interconnected. So you can't simply advance truth without recognizing we have to advance freedom. And you can't advance freedom and truth without recognizing we have to advance health and all of these are interconnected so it's a very important thing to understand and my journey to systems which i always like to share with those of you uh, has been a lifelong process let me just play this video and we'll, we'll be right back with pumpkin seeds and cardiovascular health welcome to va shiva va shiva is a product of my journey across east and west science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. V.A. Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to V.A. Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine, over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste, untouchables, where one's birth determine one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently, at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner-office mail system including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT, where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system, Cytosolv, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper and safer, and to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food these innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother, to develop Your Body, Your System, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system, and how the inputs of food, supplements, and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and Systems Health, an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system, to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. So I emphasize the need for us to really learn the science of systems. You can apply it to what I'm going to be doing right now at the molecular systems level. You can apply it at a large scale society level, to understand different types of debates uh, that are taking place. You can also use it to understand your body as a system. And um, those of you who wanna know more, I encourage you to go to vashiva.com slash join and take the Foundations of Systems course because you will really learn what I call the science of everything because there is a fundamental uh, aspect to existence that, Interconnects all these things. So I encourage you to go learn that so you don't have to, you know, uh, be in the dark about how the world actually operates. And that's essentially where people are because they get split into left and right. So I encourage you to take the foundations of systems, become a warrior scholar. You get lots and lots of benefits. For example, this weekend, we're doing a systems analysis about gun violence, the root cause, and what the real solution is. So uh, you get access to a number of great things. Also, please. Be mindful that the book System and Revolution uh, took me a number of years to write this book. I recommend all of you um, actually take advantage of this book. Let me bring it up right here. And it's free. It's absolutely free. Uh, You just have to cover shipping and handling, and you get access to the book. But it'll really teach you the fundamentals of systems. Um, I use the word revolution. I want people to understand what that is from a scientific standpoint. So please take advantage of that. Okay? So let's... um, Oops, I think it's right here. If I didn't share that, here we go. And you can go to vashiva.com slash join. So what I was sharing with you earlier is that when we take a systems approach, you can take a systems approach to anything. You can even take a systems approach to presenting something, okay? And in this case, we're going to be presenting our content on pumpkin seeds and cardiovascular health. And you'll see the way I approach it. First, I'm going to share with you the science, which is really the truth about the cardiovascular system. And about pumpkin seeds based on what we know from science today. And uh, it's important to understand truth is really a process that as new information comes, we advance truth. Okay. The next thing is we're going to talk about freedom and the attack on freedom that takes place when big academia or big pharma try to constrain the discussion on cardiovascular health, or essentially even try to constrain uh, doctors who are many of them are actually not um, you know constrained from merely talking about um, what are the different benefits of cardiovascular health you know or uh, nutrition so this is something that occurs in the field because um, most doctors are limited in what they can in fact discuss they, they sort of have golden handcuffs and we'll talk about that okay the other thing we're going to talk about is that, when we look at this uh, presentation here, we're going to also talk about health and the possibilities of pumpkin seeds for cardiovascular health. We're going to so we're going to literally go through truth, right, freedom, and health, and that's the way we can, in many ways, um, apply a systems approach to really looking at many many things in life. So I encourage you to do that. Okay. So, what is the truth now about about the cardiovascular system? So you're going to get a quick biology lesson, anatomy lesson, so you actually understand um, how the cardiovascular system works, the different functionings of it, so you get a deeper understanding of how all of this uh, comes together, okay? So, let me play this. uh, Let me show this here. So, that's running there. Okay, so let's talk about the cardiovascular system. First of all, the cardiovascular, it's a system. Your heart itself is a system. It's not just one blob. It's composed of many, many a subsystem, but the cardiovascular system is composed of the heart, which consists of four chambers. Uh, the cardiovascular system includes blood vessels and the blood. So if you really think about it, there are three interconnected major subsystems, the heart, the blood vessels, which is a vasculature. It's a big word to talk about it. And then the blood, which moves through that vasculature as it's being pumped by the heart. Okay. Heart, blood vessels, and blood. So, let's start with the heart. First of all, the heart is a, is a muscle, okay? It's a very powerful muscle, and it's responsible for pumping that blood through the body. And, and it pumps that blood through these vessels, and the vessels themselves are, are a system of systems. The vessels consist of, you'll you'll see, they consist of arteries, they consider veins, but they also consist of something called capillaries. Okay, then going back to the third large subsystem, the blood, the blood itself is also a system, okay? It's not just... Red stuff, but that's just the red blood cells which carry the oxygen, but it's also composed of white stuff, which are called the white blood cells, which provide immune support. So it's very important for your heart to work properly because you're going to support oxygenation of your system, plus you're going to support your immune system. Okay. Obviously, exercise is very good because you support immune health as well as, you know, oxygen um, flowing through your system. Now, if you look at the diagram here in the center here, we see the heart. And the red denotes really good, clean, oxygenated blood coming from the lungs. And that gets sent to your left atrium. So if you take your left hand and you put it on the left side of your body, um, that's your heart is. But if you move it, you know, towards your left arm is where the atria are. So the left atrium is where the blood is received. The clean blood is received from the lungs and then it's pumped down into your right atrium, as you can see here, and this essentially sends all the oxygenated blood throughout your body through the arteries, okay? And then they get sent down to the veins, I mean, sorry, to the capillaries, the fine uh, vessels, and these fine vessels then oxygenate your blood, and then the deoxygenated blood gets taken by the capillaries, and then veins, right? So veins carry deoxygenated blood back to the right atrium and then the right atrium pumps it down to the right ventricle, which then pumps it up to your lungs to get oxygenated because they're deoxygenated through the pulmonary artery right here, which is the stuff that's bringing the deoxygenated blood. By the way, the pulmonary vein is the one that sends the oxygenated blood. And that's the circulatory system, okay? Hope that's clear. All right. The, the key thing to remember here is you have many, many systems here. The cardiovascular system is not just one part. It's a system of system of systems. All right. Good. So now if we go um, a little bit deeper, because in order to understand when you say cardiovascular vascular system, the vascular refers to the vessels. So it's important to understand these vessels in order to really understand the cardiovascular system and what you can do to really support cardiovascular health. So um, what you notice here that the vascular system consists of blood vessels, okay? Three different types of blood vessels. The arteries are the ones that are the red guys here that are carrying the oxygenated blood, but they're big, you know, piping, big pipe systems, okay? And then the arterioles are the ones that take the blood from the arteries to your capillaries, which are the fine vasculature right here, okay? And they feed your cells with oxygen and nutrients, all right? And then as your blood is being oxygenated, um, obviously your your vasculature picks up all the waste, which includes all the deoxygenated blood, which goes through the venules, which connect the capillaries to your vein, okay? So arterioles connect the arteries to the capillaries, venules connect the capillaries to your vein, and this takes the carbon dioxide and, you know, any waste products from the cells out. So the arteries are bringing oxygen and nutrients, the veins are carrying out the waste and the carbon dioxide. And arteries are large blood vessels, veins are large blood vessels, but the capillaries are the small blood vessels that deliver the nutrients and oxygen as well as take out the uh, waste from the venules. okay? So, so if we continue here, just again, getting more detail because one of the things when we talk about um, the functioning of the heart, you want to understand these fine vessels called the capillaries are extremely important for we're going to talk about, endothelial function. It's a big term. You may want to write it down, endothelial, E-N-D-O-T-H-E-L-I-A-L. Um, you can educate your friends over the weekend, but endothelial function is one of the important elements of heart health. And what does that mean? Well, in order to understand that, we need to understand what is the endothelial, okay? Where the endothelial are cells, which are the cells that are the surface that line the surface of your vein, line the surface of your arteries, but also line the surface of capillaries. In fact, the capillaries are essentially just made up of endothelial cells. The arteries here are made up of the inner lining, which is composed of endothelial cells, which is called the, right here, you, you can see it here, it's called the tunic intima. It's the inner layer consisting of endothelial lining, which provides frictionless pathway for the movement of blood. So the tunica intima is the lining of the veins, the lining of the arteries, and essentially the capillaries, the fine vessels. The, on the outer side, you have the adventitia, which is the outer part of the veins, and the outer part of the arteries. Notice the capillaries don't have the adventia, okay? And this really provides the structural support for the, the veins and the arteries, okay? But we notice here one of the distinctive features between arteries and veins, a tunic, a media, it's a middle layer. Uh, which is composed, it's elastic and it's muscular tissue, which really regulates the internal diameter of the vessel. So this can sort of vary. That regulates the diameter. Notice in the vein, they're thinner than in the arteries, right? So the the middle layer of the arteries are much thicker, okay, relative to the veins. Um, uh, the tunica media is, is thinner in the veins relative to the arteries and the, le- relative to the veins, the tunica media is thicker, okay? But the key thing is the endothelial are the cells that line the capillaries and line the in, in between. And you're gonna see this is very important because in order for you to have good heart function, cardiovascular function, uh, what's what's been discovered over the last 10, 15 years is the surface of the veins, the arteries, and the capillaries need to be functioning properly. Those endothelial cells need to function properly, okay? So, um, how did we do uh, our research? Because this stuff is, there's so much literature out there, right? On pumpkin seeds, a lot of literature out on cardiovascular um, system. What we, t- what we use is a very powerful technology called Cytosolv. And Cytosolv is a revolutionary systems biology platform for research and discovery. One of the most important things is we do not kill animals here at Cytosolv, right? We use knowledge, we use the cytosol in silico, which means on the computer platform to discover all of this, right? So, and the development of cytosol really came out of recognizing that the way pharmaceutical companies um, do research, by the way, you have big pharma, but you also have a problem in my view with big vitamin. Big vitamin really doesn't do a lot of research. They just make claims. Um, big pharma, on the other hand, just focuses on drugs. They And a drug is just a single compound. And it takes them a lot of years to develop this. They have to do test tube testing, that's called in vitro, in vivo testing, kill a bunch of animals. This takes about five to six years. If they don't kill too many animals and the compound that they're testing um, is viable, then the FDA allows them to do human trials, phase one, phase two, phase three. But you notice the cost is around 5 billion to 13 years. The stuff that comes out of this also has a lot of side effects. I'm sorry, I wasn't sharing the screen. But this is essentially the pharma pipeline model, new compound in vitro, in vivo. If the FDA allows, it, it goes to phase one, phase two, phase three, 13 years. And most of the stuff entering phase one fails. And what's this Why this? why big pharma is has been in a problem before vaccines came as their savior, is that when you look at drugs, they were spending more and more money every year developing them and they were getting less and less even approved by the FDA because these drugs were having side effects and pharma company sales were tanking. So uh, that's the background. So when we look at a pumpkin seed or we look at food, remember food is a multi-combination product, right? It doesn't just have one compound. Like if you pick up Advil, it's just got ibuprofen or people take these cardiovascular drugs, Lipitor. It's only one synthetic compound, but food consists of many, many, many Synergistic compounds, natural compounds, right? So that's the difference between food. Now, in the area of pumpkin research, um, over the last 81 years, there's been 15 clinical trials, 663 research articles. And the reason pharmaceutical companies are not interested in studying food per se is because it's too complicated for them because it has so many different compounds. So they focus on essentially only studying synthetic compounds. They can control it more, all right? So with cytosol, we're able to actually study food because or multi-combinations of compounds. So you can see there's uh, about 663 research articles, 15 clinical trials. What we do in is we take all of those articles that are relevant, extract out from that the ones that have to do with pumpkin seeds and cardiovascular health, identify the molecular mechanisms, and then figure out how pumpkin seeds affects the molecular mechanisms of, Heart function. So the knowledge that we're sharing with you here is a public service because we want to educate all of you to take a systems approach, which you can apply to anything. So I recommend um, people do that approach, uh, take that approach. And uh, if you want to learn more, go to slash join. Cytosolve, you can go to cytosolve.com, and Cytosolve is a, it's uh, separate from doing these videos and um, giving you analysis, I do work full-time as a scientist at Cytosolve, and Cytosolve is this technology platform. And that's what we've used today to really analyze um, uh, the if, uh, cardiovascular health. Now, one of the main areas we wanna look at is nitric oxides function on endothelial uh, function. And this work um, was done Uh, with Cytosol at MIT, Brigham and Women's, Harvard Medical School and King's College. And what you're seeing here is this is what nitric oxide is. This is the molecule. It's oxygen and nitrogen double bonded with the free radical over here. Okay. So this is nitric oxide. And what's important to understand is nitric oxide is a potent vasodilator. This was, which means it opens up blood vessels. This was a basis for the discovery of Viagra. Its key role is to maintain blood pressure. It's anti atherogenic Now, nitric oxide is generated by this chemical, catalyzing of L-arginine to produce nitric oxide. Enos endothelial nitric oxide synthase, we'll learn about this, is produced by your body and this helps convert L-arginine to NO. And when you run or when you exercise, blood flows and it creates what's called the shear stress, which we'll talk about, in those capillaries across the endothelial. And that triggers a production of nitric oxide. The question is, in science, is how does it do that? What are the mechanisms? And so, so when you exercise, blood flows through your, so here's your, let's say, here are the top and bottom walls of your capillaries. Blood flows through that in this direction. It's moving past the endothelial cells. Remember, they're the surface of the capillaries and through it, a series of molecular systems, nitric oxide is released, okay? And the work I'm gonna share with you was a work that was done um, collaboratively with the use of cytosol with some very, very great researchers at MIT, Harvard, Brigham, to understand this entire process, okay? So, and I want to share that with you. So, if you look here, here is one of your capillaries, okay? And its surface is endothelial cells. If you go into your kitchen or your bathroom um, or any place that has tiles on it, think about the flooring as the base of your cells and the tiles as the endothelial cells, okay? they're the surface. So, here is the capillaries, and they're all those hexagonal things are your endothelial. So, when blood flows past this, and we're going to get into this, over the endothelial, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which is, which you need to have, is activated by this sheer stress, by the flow of blood. That activation results in ENOS converting L-arginine, again, you can get this in foods, and converting L-arginine into nitric oxide and citrulline. And it is this nitric oxide, which causes vasodilation, which is very, very important for maintenance of blood pressure. So again, you exercise, blood flows, it activates this enzyme ENOS, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which converts arginine, to nitric oxide and citrulline. But nitric oxide is the one that vasodilates your cells. Uh, I'm sorry, your your vessels, which maintains blood pressure. So that's the mechanism. Now, to appreciate what we can do at CytoSolve, if you go read the literature, I mean, this is a very complex system. We're now at the molecular level, okay? This system, uh, Julianne says, Thank you very much for your precious video. You're welcome, Julianne, Uh, it's my pleasure. So now if we go down at the molecular level, so now we're going down not to the large system, the cardiovascular system, not at the vasculature at the capillaries, but now we're gonna zoom in and we're gonna go even deeper, okay? And what you see here is on the surface of the endothelial, so we're looking at one endothelial cell and on the surface of this endothelial cell, right here, which is a surface right here, you can see there's this very, very interesting, oops, let me share the diagram. Here's the endothelial cell. There's this very interesting structure called the glycocalyx. It literally looks like a Christmas tree. If you see it right here? I'm moving my mouse here if you see me twirling. And so what happens is when blood flows over the surface, it moves the glycocalyx. And this structure, when it moves, it releases enos. You see, that's this chemical, Endo the nitric oxide synthase, and this, through a series of chemical reactions, as you can see here, releases nitric oxide, okay? Now, so how does all that happen? Well, in science, in order to understand something very complex, what happens is people throughout the world do research on pieces of it, and you can win a Nobel Prize just on one piece. When we looked at the literature, Um, we found out that there were all these different chemical reactions. In fact, Andrew Koo did his PhD work on this. He was also at MIT. So he found all these different chemical reactions that were in the research, okay? And these chemical reactions are done by different researchers. Some believe calcium influx is involved in nitric oxide. Some believe ENOS. Some believe ENOS phosphorylation, um, NO production, sorry, ENOS expression. The reality is, All of these are involved. You can't just take a reductionist approach. Remember, in science, we want to look at the whole system. We don't just want to look at part of the puzzle. It's not politics. Um, Science should not be politics. Uh, In some ways, it's becoming politics because if you don't want to look at the whole, you can create your own narratives. But when you look at the whole, you notice all of these are involved. Now, a lot of people walk away because it's too complex. But with Cytosolve, we're able to interconnect all of these. We can keep all of these different subsystems and Cytosol interconnects those molecular reactions and it mathematically models it in silico on the computer. So think about what I'm saying. We're taking all of this human knowledge, extracting out the molecular pathways, converting them to mathematical models using Cytosol, and then mathematically modeling it, okay? That gives us a prediction without killing animals how, how this system works. So here, using this process, we predicted, in silico means on the computer, over time we're predicting how much ENOS messenger RNA concentration is released over by the amount. So that black line represents Cytosolve's mathematical predictions. Now, what we can do is, what, what we did was, Andrew Ku at Brigham and MIT, He literally did the laboratory experiments in the test tube, quote, unquote, test tube. And those orange dots represent his results. Notice how beautifully the black line is matching with the in vitro results, which means our mathematical model is predicting the actual results. This is very, very important because otherwise people would say, oh, cytosolve is just garbage in, garbage out. Here, same with the Enos protein, and we're seeing the same thing here, okay? So what we, and by the way, this was published in one of the leading journals in the World Cells Biophysical Journal. And I was um, honored to be one of the uh, authors here along with some incredibly uh, very talented people. And by the way, a lot of people said, hey, I want to support Cytosolve. I want to invest in it. Uh, I want to support it. But one of the things you can do is if you go to vaShiva.com, the website vaShiva.com, and you scroll down, you'll see that we have at our Open Science Institute If you click on that it'll take you to the Open Science Institute and you scroll down there's various open science projects this what we're doing right here is in the cardiovascular health if you click on that and you can contribute if you want to supporting the research we do we do this research um, at no cost it is really to support science and to educate all of you so but if you want to do that people have asked me how can I help that's how you can help now when you contribute by the way Um, I don't like to take anything for nothing. If you contribute a money, if you contribute a hundred or more, we actually give you the entire, um, uh, foundations of systems course. If you contribute, I think 25 or more, you get the entire, you you get a bunch of gifts. So just take advantage of it. Okay. And you get the access to the foundations of systems course. And also the book. One of the things I want to just take a quick break to mention is every Thursdays, Thursdays at 11 AM EDT and at, uh, 8 p.m. EDT, we run what's called an orientation for those people who want to learn the science of systems um, and truth, freedom, and health. You can go to vashiva.com slash orientation. V.A. Shiva, very simple, and you can um, sign up and you get an invite. It's open to anyone um, in the world. Uh, So join us, vashiva.com slash orientation. Okay, Um, so when we now... So now we understand this truth of the cardiovascular system. Let's go to the truth about pumpkin seeds. What are in pumpkin seeds? Where there are three types of systems level nutrients called macronutrients, dietary fiber, 4.6 grams, protein, a lot of fiber, proteins, 2.12 grams, and fat, equal amount, close to equal amount of fat and protein. But these are called the macronutrients. When some people say, Hey, are you getting enough macronutrients? What they mean is fiber, proteins, and fat. But we also have micronutrients, vitamins, carotenoids, minerals, and polyphenols. There are these four micronutrients in pumpkin seeds. And vitamins, B9, vitamin C, and vitamin B1. Okay? Then you also see there are various minerals, potassium, calcium. Look at that, 264 grams, milligrams. um, Iron, zinc, and manganese. And there's a number of phenolic compounds. Now these phenolic compounds, I can't overemphasize this, are really like nature's medicine, okay? These phenolic compounds. So what you see here is these, I mean, there's many of them, but you have lutein, zeaxithine, very good for eye health, right? Beta-carotene, ferluic acid, P-cumaric acid, proto acid, synaptic acid, astragalin, rutin, and quercetin, okay? a lot of different kinds of phenolic compounds. What we're gonna look at, when you look at uh, pumpkin seeds, we're gonna look at the active components that science today has determined, which includes protocathecoic acid, vitamin E, rutin, the quercetin, the p-cumaric acid, astragalin, and synapic acid. Um, obviously there's lutein here and zeaxithin also, okay? So these are the active components. So now let's talk about the biological effects of pumpkin seeds. They really have five major biological effects, antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, anti-diabetic, anti-cancer, and they're anti-parasitic. Many cultures um, will get tell people to take the raw pumpkin seeds and chew them if people have worms. Um, these There's another um, a type of pumpkin in India called bitter gourd. It, it's sort of a flattened, uh, it looks a little bit primal, but in India, my grandmother would give that once a week because many people don't understand over time your body builds up bugs, you know, or parasites, um, and it's good to cleanse your body. So once a week we would have that, you know, lightly sort of sauteed, okay? So that is uh, pumpkin seeds. If you go to the Indian stores, you can find these things called bitter gourd. I did an earlier video on it. You may want to check that out, okay? But the health benefits of pumpkin seeds are the following. Improves antioxidant activity, treats arthritis and reduces inflammation, boosts metabolism, reduces blood pressure, prevents kidney stones, limits parasitic activity, treats insomnia and get better sleep, uh, reduces bad cholesterol, acts as a good source of plant protein and improves prostate health. We're about to do some very interesting work uh, through one of our partners at Cytosol on really looking at a very interesting pumpkin seed oil that comes from Austria on supporting prostate health. Really. Uh, preventing it. That's what the, uh, preventing uh, prostate cancer, a very important thing for men. Um, What I want to do is, uh, all of these chemicals I've shared here, I want to just take a quick break, let all of you know that at Cytosolve, we've used Cytosolve not only to understand the cardiovascular system, to understand pumpkin seeds, but about two years ago, we were helping many, many companies who really wanted to do uh, good science, uh, use Cytosolv to understand combinations of how things worked um, to build better products. Most recently, we actually use Cytosolv to compute trillions of mathematical equations to find a combination of the two naturally occurring products that are very good for supporting uh, pain or alleviating pain and discomfort. So, I want to share that with you. Just take a quick break here. I just want to get some water. So, this is MV25. So, watch this video. It'll explain how Cytosol works and the product. You actually see it behind me over here. Over here, sorry. MV25.
1: Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling. But most pain medications come with harsh side effects. And many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health, invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up. So that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet.
0: And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I'd start taking that MV25.
1: After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25 my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help And I decided to try mv25 i didn't notice a difference
0: immediately but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away i've continued to take it and even when i do things that i shouldn't do it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before
1: mv25 is certified clean 100 non-gmo made in america and gmp certified for good manufacturing practices mv25 is cytosolve optimized which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and users direct it. MV25.
0: So we're very proud of MV25. We get a lot of great feedback from people. We do not sell this on Amazon. We only sell it as a part of the educational movement to support truth, freedom, and health. Um, If you want to learn more, if you go to VHU.com and the shop actually, or MV25.life, you'll find the product and you'll find all the labeling on there. You'll find the the mechanics. You'll you'll also find it certified clean, Um, but you can go right to the shop and you can also get it right from there. There you go, all right. So we have talked about the physics of the cardiovascular system or the biological system. We've talked about what's in pumpkin seeds. So that's the truth part, the science part. So remember I said in this presentation, we take a systems approach, we cover the truth, the science, but we also wanna cover the politics of studying this or the attack on freedom so we understand it contextually. One of the important things to understand is the pharmaceutical model. When it comes to understanding the cardiovascular system, um, unfortunately, doesn't focus on food or nutrition. Or, um, and in fact, doctors, as you're going to learn shortly, are really dissuaded or not even encouraged from looking at nutrition, which is quite amazing. Um, but the reality is, it the the current attack is there's typically singular big pharma solutions, and there's also constraints on medical doctors. So what do I mean by that? So if you look at the cardiovascular system, um, you as a consumer are not taught about the whole system. Rather, everything is around cholesterol, right? There's no holistic understanding like I just shared with you here. You're just saying, well, you gotta lower your cholesterol, lower your cholesterol. And no one even questions whether cholesterol is good or bad, okay? whether, how much cholesterol you need, everyone's different. So the emphasis isn't always on treatment, not on prevention. So as a result, the solutions are always over reliance on drugs, statins, or blood thinners, or blood pressure medication. And once you get into this world, you're in this world, okay? Um, and there's no consistent guidelines on diet and exercise. In fact, your doctor typically doesn't really discuss alternatives. It's typically do this, do this, or do this, okay? And if you look at advertising, you'll see, here's people like Robert Jarvik promoting, uh, you know, that heart disease is the number one health problem, right? So you gotta take Lipitor or Entresto or Eliquis or Arbitre or, you know, um, aspirin, you know, which is a little bit uh, less innocuous, but these have side effects. And obviously, you need, once you're in this, you got to you gotta really watch it very carefully. But this is what's really promoted as the solution. Um, and you can see there's tremendous amount of monetary incident, interest in this because if you just take the total sales of this have gone up all the way of all these drugs have gone up, you know, close to $70 billion here. Okay, so it's not small money. It's quite a bit of capital that... Uh, that's invested in this model. The flip side of it is when you look at these news headlines, you'll see that, you know, for example, this one, a study finds most cardiologists lack heart, healthy diet and nutrition education. A physician's committee said cardiologists neglect to refer patients to dieticians. The NIH paper that came out "A deficiency of, I'm sorry, PubMed, of nutrition education, practice, in cardiology. Study finds most cardiologists lack heart healthy diet and up-to-date nutrition education. Cardiologists lack education, willingness to discuss nutrition. So think about when I say the attack on freedom is that the cardiologist or the doctors put into his box, he doesn't have the freedom to really even talk about nutrition per se because he's really not encouraged to do that. So this is why you know, it's important we discuss the science that I just discussed. It's also important to discuss the freedom aspect and the constraints on it right now on MDs. Now let's go to the health piece, truth, freedom, and health. What are the effects of pumpkin seeds on the cardiovascular system? So now we're going to roll up our sleeves. Now that you understand the cardiovascular system, now that we understand the constitutive elements, remember, a pumpkin seed is a food. It's not just a drug. It's got many different components in it. Now we're going to put this together to see why pumpkin seeds are good for heart health and and how they do this. Well, as we mentioned earlier, pumpkin seeds have antihypertensive effect, which means they lower hypertension, anti-diabetic and anti-artherosclerotic, which means they stop plaque. Okay. They prevent plaque. So those are three very important cardiovascular benefits. Okay. So let's go into how this works. So if you remember, I said these are those active components. With Cytosolve, we're able to figure out which of these components is really affecting the cardiovascular system. So um, let's understand some mechanisms. Mechanisms means the processes that take place in your body. Now, so if you look at this mechanism, before I talk about pumpkin seeds, there is a chemical called angiotensinogen, which is right here on the top, and this is... Um, from the liver, and this gets converted to angiotensin-1, right, that's that arrow. So angiotensinogen gets converted to angiotensin-1 in the presence of renin, R-E-N-I-N, which comes from your kidneys, okay? Um, So your kidneys put out this enzyme. So look at how complex of a system, the kidneys involved, the liver involved, the lungs involved, we'll see shortly, and the heart, okay? It's pretty wild, all systems involved in this. So renin gets put out by the kidneys, and what renin does is it converts um, angiotensin-1, I'm sorry, renin makes angiotensinogen into angiotensin-1. Okay, that's the first step in this mechanism. Then ACE, which is called angiotensin-converting enzyme, when the COVID thing was going on, you may have heard heard about this, the ACE receptors, but angiotensin-converting enzyme, which is ACE, this converts angiotensin one to angiotensin two, and where does ACE come from? Okay, ACE um, is uh, and this um, is converted by angiotensin um, one to two by angiotensin one converted in the lungs. Okay, so this occurs in the lungs. Got it? This is why uh, when COVID was taking place, you had the you had Problems with ACE, okay? But when you're functioning properly, ACE converts angiotensin 1 to angiotensin 2, okay? That's the second step. Now, in the blood vessels, which we discussed in the vasculature, angiotensin 2, right here, initiates vasoconstriction via AT1, which is a receptor on the smooth muscle cells. And this increases intracellular calcium And this uh, results in contraction of the smooth muscle cell. Now, what, this is not a good thing, okay? Because you don't want vasoconstriction. You don't want constriction of your blood vessels. What pumpkin seed extracts do is they block ACE, A-C-E. So pumpkin seed extracts inhibit ACE, thereby reversing vasoconstriction and hypertension effects. So bottom line is the, Pumpkin seed extracts, they block ACE, which allows the reversal of vasoconstriction and a reversal of antihypertension, okay? Very, very powerful when you think about it, all right? So that's why um, uh, pumpkin seeds are good for antihypertensive effect. Now, anti-diabetic effect. So there is something very important in uh, pumpkin seeds, okay? And what pumpkin seeds have is they have a compound here called two compounds, vitamin E, which is over here. And they also have quercetin. And if you remember during the COVID stuff, I recommended people supplement with quercetin. But now endothelial dysfunction, this means when your endothelial cells are not working well, how is this caused? Well, this is caused by stress, oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is created by these two chemicals, superoxide and hydrogen peroxide. You see, oxide, oxide, oxidative stress in the endothelial cells. And so when you get superoxide over here and you get hydrogen peroxide over here, I'm looking downstream here, these will cause endothelial dysfunction, which leads to diabetes, okay? All right, so superoxide and hydrogen peroxide, you don't want the, this this creates endothelial dysfunction, leading to diabetes. However, and 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 however, what you see here is compounds such as quercetin some pumpkin seeds upregulates NRF2. So, the quercetin upregulates NRF2. You may want to do your research. A very important chemical for health. NRF2 results in the release of superoxide dismutase and catalase. These are two enzymes. Whenever you see ASE, ASE, that's an enzyme. These enzymes block superoxide and block hydrogen peroxide, which means they stop superoxide and hydrogen peroxide from causing endothelial dysfunction. But guess what vitamin E does? Vitamin E directly blocks superoxide. NRF2 is blocked. It's a two-step process by vitamin E in the pumpkin seeds directly block superoxide, which stops endothelial dysfunction, okay? So bottom line, neutralizing oxidative stress promotes anti-diabetic effect. So pumpkin seeds, the vitamin E, and the quercetin help do that. So that's the second most powerful opportunity with taking pumpkin seeds, that they alleviate oxidative stress, which lowers, which has an anti-diabetic effect. Now I wanna talk about plaque, okay? Uh, You probably heard of arterial plaque, not a good thing. And again, the vitamin E and the quercetin in pumpkin seeds does some two very important things. Let's look at that. Again, these are the biological systems mechanisms. So let's go down here, here you have arterial sclerosis. Well, how is arterial sclerosis formed? It's when you have arterial plaque formation. Well, how does arterial plaque get formed? Well, it gets formed when you have OXLDL, okay? And the OXLDL adheres, sticks to the endothelial cell surface and that initiates plaque formation that leads to the narrowing of the arteries causing arterial sclerosis. Basically, you have your clean arteries and you're basically putting down cement and that causes plaque formation. And what's important to understand is, well, how does OXLDL get formed? Well, it gets formed by what they're calling the bad cholesterol LDL, low-density lipoprotein. So if you hear it LDL, that means low-density lipoprotein, bad cholesterol, and the LDL creates OXLDL, which leads to plaque formation. And how does LDL become OXLDL? Well, there it is again, the superoxide. The superoxide, what it does, it leads to the conversion of LDL to OXLDL, which leads to plaque. And Endothelial dysfunction, when you have endothelial dysfunction, you get superoxide, okay, which leads to LDL. But look what vitamin E and quercetin do. They Vitamin E and quercetin from pumpkin seeds scavenge, which means eat up. They're like cleaning. They're like the janitors. They eat up all these free radicals, the superoxide, which is created when you have endothelial dysfunction. So, endothelial dysfunction is what leads to arterial sclerosis right? So when you have endothelial dysfunction, that's when you get arterial sclerosis because you create the superoxide. But the vitamin E and the quercetin in pumpkin seeds blocks the superoxide, so LDL doesn't get converted to OXLDL. And therefore, they lower the oxidative stress, which prevents the formation of OXLDL and the development of arterial sclerosis due, due to arterial plaque formation, okay? There you go. So... Um, in this case, vitamin E and the pumpkin seeds have a, have a anti uh, plaque formation. Rene says, Dr. Shiva, you make medical doctors leave their work. You are so great. You're welcome. Look, one of the things you guys can do is you can share these videos with your medical doctor friends. Remember, um, the medical doctors are essentially in golden handcuffs. And some of them choose to do this, but they get victimized by a system which doesn't, which poo-poos nutrition, which poo-poos supplements, which poo-poos the dietary aspect. Everything is always about the cure or the treatment. It's not about prevention. And you can read more about this. I'll do a video on this because what happened was in the 1900s, they split, you know, the medical industry, with the public health industry. Public health was about prevention and medical was about treatment. So they basically did a reductionist approach, all right? That's the problem here. So now I took in a molecular systems biology approach. One of the things we also do every other Friday, we just did it this past Friday, there's a tool that I created called Your Body, Your System. And I encourage all of you to go to the Friday um, event. And by the way, if you go to vashiva.com slash join, I encourage every all of you guys to become Truth, Freedom, and Health um, uh, warriors. You can go, let me put this. Yeah, you can learn the science of systems. Go to com slash join. But I want all of you to learn the science of systems because I give you lots and lots of gifts and training. But one of the gifts I give you is access to a tool called Your Body, Your System. And Your Body, Your System really will help you understand how your body is, is actually a system, okay? And let me um, go through this. Um, and in Your Body, Your System, first of all, it's a tool that you get for all the, our Truth, Freedom, and Health warriors. By the way, the Truth, Freedom, and Health program, vashiva.com slash join, it's an entire curriculum. You have a platform. You get books. You get tutoring. You get training. Um, you get a community. You get your own social media platform. Um, every Mondays, we do uh, the actual course. You can learn it online. Um, but at vashiva.com slash join, maybe I should go to it and walk you guys through it. Let me just do that right now. Um, if you go to vashiva.com, everyone, if you have... Uh, let's just take a quick break. There, Go to vashiva.com slash join. And this is the Foundations of Systems course. Let me go over to it. But I want all of you to take the Foundations of Systems course. It is really the Foundations of the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement. But let me go over here. Let me share the screen with you. But if you go to vashiva.com join, this is the top of that screen. And what you'll see here is you can literally learn. Um, and by the way, the course used to be originally $2,600. We give you a $2,500 scholarship. For all adults, you only pay 100 bucks Once you pass the course, everyone here can actually give it away to children 13 through 18. You can give full scholarships. But we have students all over the world, scholars. You can take the course. Again, it's only $100. But you will first of all, the course includes uh, many, many gifts. You get access to uh, a bunch of books. You get access to the course and these are all the courses that are make up the program. Uh, you get access to a portal where you can learn your body is how your body is a system. this tool asks you a set of questions you can figure out what kind of system you are that's a red dot in this matrix of truth transport conversion storage then you can figure out how your body is off balance off kilter and then you can figure out how foods and supplements in fact it'll calculate for you a, a menu for you. And then you also get access to a bunch of books. Uh, a very important uh, scientific paper I wrote, which inter- integrates uh, Eastern and Western medicine. Uh, you get to other science papers and it's independent of big tech. We have a whole community that when you log into, we have our own social VAC social and the forum. And then you also get access to the book. And you can also, by the way, get this book for free, um, uh, discover shipping, or you can join as a member. So anyway, I have to do this because I, I'm glad everyone here is enjoying the content that I'm sharing. But I want all of you to become Truth Freedom and Health Warriors. Uh, we've made it extremely accessible um, because we we recognize um that um it's a tough times. So we've given people a scholarship. But with getting back to pumpkin seeds, we can take a this your body your system approach. Where we can literally, by the way, you can figure out what kind of system you are, how foods work, but literally what you find out um, is that if you look at a pumpkin seed, it it stabilizes the forces of transport. And you'll learn this when you take the, the, your body, your system. It stabilizes conversion. These are the forces of movement. It calms you, you see? Movement. This is why um, the literature is showing it's good for sleep. It stabilizes you, supports digestion and it stabilizes kapha. Look at this, it pacifies all three. You very rarely find this with a lot of foods. So pumpkin seeds stabilizes all three aspects. In the Indian system, we call it bath, pit kapha. In the systems approach, we call it transport conversion storage. So anyway, um, how much should you take, right? So people say, well, how much pumpkin seeds should I take to have the effects that we've talked about? Well, again, we go back to the science. You know, um, you should consult your doctor, obviously, before you start anything, but these are some different effects. If you take the pumpkin seed oil for hypertension, you want to take about two grams a day of the of the anthocyanins. That's from Gossel Williams set in 2008. If you want to use it for deworming, different topic, 23 grams of pumpkin seed in 100 milliliters of water. That's from K Ely et al., again, a scientific paper, 2006. Now, pumpkin seed extract for prostatic hyperplasia. This is for people who have prostate issues, okay? 500 milligrams twice daily. So you can find the pumpkin seed extract 500 milligrams twice daily. And that's from Seymour et al. 2011. So if you hear people saying, hey, I have prostatic hyperplasia, which means the prostate is, you know, growing in size or swelling, however we want to look at it, that pumpkin seed extract helps that. All right. So, I wanted to also hit on a couple of other areas there. Um, bottom line, um, the question always becomes, you know, remember, um, organic is different than conventional. Obviously, if you're mixing in pesticides into this, it's a different equation. Crystal says pumpkin seeds are good. Uh, someone says, uh, Emily says, oh, Emily says, join us and learn how to use your body or your system. Yes, Emily's one of our trainers. She does a great job. Join on Friday. Again, go to vashiva.com slash join. Uh, become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar. So uh, thanks, Emily. So if you go here, we can see that obviously my recommendation, and you can talk to others, you want to get organic pumpkin se- seeds are preferred. Conventional pumpkin seeds contain carcinogenic peptides, DDT, PCBs, and dioxin. Organic farming produces healthier seeds, stronger seeds. Organic farming seeds have more zinc, very important, healthy fatty acids and potassium, vitamins and minerals than conventionally grown pumpkin seeds. By the way, if you go um, online, you will recognize that one of the other things that we have done as a movement um, for health is that um, our movement is one that created the Clean Food Certified um, uh, uh, sticker, you'll find it at certain products will have this certified clean, certified raw. It means it's safe, it's minimally processed, and it has high bioavailability of nutrients, okay? So please uh, look for that label if you see it out there. So in summary, pumpkin seeds has several benefits, including cardiovascular health, health vision health, prostate health, immune health. The vitamins and phenolic compounds from pumpkin seeds inhibit ACE, which leads to vasorelaxation and lowers hypertension. So that's one takeaway. The other one is pumpkin seeds promotes upregulation of antioxidant enzymes and neutralize, you know, reactive oxygen species that mitigate diabetes via downregulation of endothelial dysfunction caused by oxidative stress. And the third takeaway is pumpkin seeds prevent arterial sclerosis by downregulating oxidative stress that causes plaque formation and hardening of the arteries. OK, so I can't overemphasize is the way that we've presented this is we presented the science. We also talked about some of the politics in medicine and health where doctors are prevented or are really not encouraged to be more accurate to provide you alternatives in diet and nutrition. And then we talked about the healthy benefits at the mechanistic level. So you got a, a full blown systems way of looking at a systems approach. All right. And again, I have to take a, a couple of seconds to rec- recognize that the approach that we took here is a scientific approach. We're not just making up stuff. In the world of everything else we see, uh, we're going to have a, a big um, discussion tomorrow on gun violence, its root cause from a systems approach and the real solutions. And it's for all of our truth, freedom, and health warriors. So if you want to be one, go to vsu.com slash join, sign up so you get access to it. And um, we, again, teach people the systems approach. And the systems approach is what elevates your consciousness to go beyond left to right. You actually can see the whole, like we did with looking at the entire cardiovascular system. So go to VaShiva.com, you support, not only do you support us doing this kind of research, but you support yourself. So go to VaShiva.com, sign up for the Foundations of Systems course, Get the book. It's absolutely free. Um, And come to the orientation. If you don't want to do either of that, every Thursdays, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., we have an orientation. Um, I run the evening program. Sometimes I'm there both, but you're welcome to come because you'll meet a lot of great people. And it's a way for you to connect and not feel alone that you're learning all the stuff. And, you know, are there others that? I can uh, connect with and you'll, you'll meet people. We have this a worldwide movement. We have people all over the world. So please join us at the orientation. And, um, as I wrap up, I want, and I'll come back with one other piece. I'm going to play the foundations of systems video. So you'll understand all the features that come when you become a truth, freedom and health warrior. Again, go to VHU.com slash join. Let me play the video. <laughs> one of them is a VA Shiva forum. Here you can start discussions. You can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. So there's a question that Carmen put up there. Should I eat... The, um, should I eat the uh, raw or the cooked pumpkin seeds? Very, very interesting question. One of the things when it comes to a plant-based diet, particularly, and traditional cultures have pointed this out, particularly when you look at grains and you look at seeds, it's very important to do something called germination, soak them, okay? It's a very simple process because you'll find out that you have one group of the world saying, don't eat grains, don't eat grains. Okay. Because, and there's some truth there because the grains, when not properly prepared, will actually leach minerals from your body. Phytic acid inhibits that. It's a longer discussion that I can do, but the key thing to understand is that seeds do really well one of two ways. You... In the morning you you know or in the e- in the evening before you take some of the seeds that you want put them in water and soak them okay and let them sprout a little bit because when it germinates your bu- the the seeds actually release the phytic acid very important and in fact you get much more nutritional value okay um, or what you can do is very lightly okay cuz many of these seeds all these seeds, especially because once you crack them from the nut, right, or they can get molds on them. So the other thing you can do is lightly roast them, very lightly. But if you're gonna eat them raw, sprout them just a bit, okay, because you release the phytic acid. And in fact, if you put it in water and you sprout them, add a little bit of sea salt, okay? Very little pinch of it. Um, But if you're gonna roast them, dry roast them very lightly, um, and those are two things that you can do. But uh, understand that everything in nature is not bad or good. We have to learn how to process them. Um, I'll do a show on something called Idlis. In India, they have a product which is like a rice cake, but they take rice, they sprout it, let it ferment, and a seed, another, uh, 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 what is it, a, a lentil type thing. But it takes three days, they let them sprout and ferment. So. You can eat grains or these things, but there's a right way to eat them. Otherwise, you know, a lot of the people are going plant-based, plant-based, plant-based. They're gonna learn that you just eat plant-based stuff and you don't process stuff. Um, you can actually uh, you know, uh, leach minerals out of your body. There's a way to prepare plant-based foods and traditional cultures have learned how to do that. So um, we need to recognize that and value that, okay? So I hope uh, this was valuable. And again, to uh, those of you who wanna stay connected um, and support what we're doing, go to vashiva.com slash join, become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior Scholar. We have an amazing community. Or if you don't wanna do that, please, uh, which I want you to do, but if you uh, wanna learn more, go to vashiva.com slash orientation. And we do it every Thursdays. Join us. You just go there and you'll get a nice invite. And I look forward to seeing you there, okay? Thank you, everyone. Have a good weekend. Be well. And again, for tomorrow at 11 a.m., I'll be doing the uh, Gun Violence uh, Summit on the real causes of gun violence and how do we solve it. So I hope um, you have an opportunity to join us. Um, it's for our Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior community. Go become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior at slash join. Be well, be the light. Thank you.